You think Mike Myers would win a fight with the Predator? It doesn't matter. (laughs) I think it does. Nope. Can you imagine the Predator and Hacksaw Ridge? I'd actually kind of be down with that. You just come and just... Please, Lord, give me one more. (laughs) Just rip... Just rip Andrew Garfield's character in half. (laughs) Oh, my... Welcome into Film Tank, the weekly podcast that covers both new and classic cinema. On this episode of Film Tank, for our 100th episode, we discuss the 1987 action sci-fi classic, which is Predator. If you would like to get in touch with Film Tank, you can always email us at filmtankshow at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Film Tank Show. And you can listen to all of our episodes on our website, filmtankshow.com, or on iTunes. And now, here are your hosts, Nick Cheney, Toussaint Egan, and myself, Alex Diekman. Hey there again, everybody, and welcome in to episode 100 yeah. of Film Tank. Yeah, we made it! Mm. No one can ever take this away from us. Nope. Unless I don't edit this episode ever and it never makes it to the internet. Come on! But... Looks like we made it. Yeah. Look how far we come, my baby. They said when we started when we started this podcast, Barack Obama was our president, and now we're all dead. <laughs> Are you trying to say it's our fault? Um, no, I wouldn't go that far. Just like I wouldn't necessarily say that the Predator is a horror movie character. So anyways, the movie we are discussing today, by we, I mean myself, Alex Diegman, and my co-host, Dusan Egan, yeah. and Nick Cheney. Yeah. Hello. Uh, we've, we have been, uh, early on, at least, in Film Tank's history, uh, the film Predator was mentioned many a time, uh, specifically by Toussaint Egan. Seems like he was watching it once a week. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, great. He didn't quite understand the concept of our week in review. It was like, <laughs> when did you last watch Predator? And then tell us everything that happened in Predator. It's so great. I, the way you put it, you just made me uh, think of that amazing Chris Farley character from SNL who interviewed Paul McCartney the one time. Yeah. So you remember that time? You were in the beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember when you were in Die Hard <laughs> and there was glass on the floor <laughs> and you didn't have any socks or shoes? <laughs> did, that hurt? did that hurt? It was awesome. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. So, Predator has been an ongoing discussion uh, on this podcast and was mentioned multiple times, specifically... Uh, in our first 50 or so episodes. And it was brought up, uh, as I mentioned at the end of episode 99, by uh, Caroline, one of our loyal listeners, uh, that we should do our 100th episode on Predator. And here we are. Uh, Myself and Nick had never seen this film before. So so this is the first time Mm -hmm. uh, for us seeing this film that Toussaint thinks is a classic. Now I've got a bone to pick with Caroline. Oh. (laughs) And... You know, Toussaint, 
there's a lot of people who think that Predator is a great franchise. So uh, I think that. Well, I don't think that the Predator franchise is good. I think that Predator is good. Well, no, I'm uh, obviously it spawned a uh, so far a long history, including another reboot, which is coming up uh, in 2018. Yeah, which we just looked at the cast list, and it is not very inspiring. I have never seen my expectations for a film sink lower and faster than than for this film. Yeah, damn. So, well, maybe we can review that then, but. This film, 1987's Predator, which was directed by John <clears throat> McTierman. McTierman, who also directed uh, the original Die Hard. Oh. Uh, is a <laughs> is a film that centers around a team of commandos on a mission in Central America to fi- that find themselves hunted by an extraterrestrial warrior. It's a pretty good explanation for IMDb. Mm. They've had... They've had 30 years to think it up, so that's good. So the film does star Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers and features a couple other people, including Jesse the Body Ventura and also Bill Duke and features an appearance by Shane Black, mm-hmm. who uh, is going to be directing the 2018 version of Predator and has also directed quite a few good films uh, in the last decade or so. And tells some absolutely horrible jokes. Oh, in this film? Oh, yeah. Yeah, about uh, large vaginas. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty bad. There also was a very untimely uh, homosexual reference by Jesse the Body Ventura, which is great. Yeah, I tried to, like, warn you guys about that, because just it's the most uncomfortable part of that entire film for me. Yeah, I don't know that that really needed a warning, to be honest. Yeah, I, I was Only just, because yeah. it was, like, I guess I was expecting something much worse, because, like, I would I could see a movie in 2017 coming out. Uh, that's centered around soldiers by themselves and getting a little, I'm just saying, like, right. that's not really a yeah. dated thing. Mm. I was work. looking for it, though, after he said it, so. Right. Yeah. 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 Maybe if he I hadn't, it would have. Well, no, I mean, maybe also if Dusan hadn't said it, I would have been a little bit more like, oh, but, yeah, yeah. whatever. So, Tui, this is, this is your thing. You're oh, yeah. the one who created this... <laughs> Long-standing discussion point yes. about Predator. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the film and why you are such a fan of a the Predator character and b uh, of this film. Wow! I can't <laughs> believe that we're finally here. It's like being at the top of a mountain. This is great. Don't worry. As we all know, after uh, 2008, when Barack Obama became president, it, it, it'll it come down at some point. The high wind. Man, I so. am so excited to talk about Predator today. Okay, so... i shoot you in the face if you don't continue. <laughs> okay, so... I fucking love Predator. It's a great film. And let me tell you why it's a great film. Because it manages to be multiple things... At multiple points, and they're all competent and good, and they all come together, and it's just like, ah. And it's so lean, and it's just so focused. I love this fucking film. It starts off as a guerrilla Contra film, and I know that for, like, the first third of it, like, Alex was just so bored out of his mind, because, like, where the fuck is the Predator? And I was like, that's the point. It's like... Before this, nobody knew what the Predator looked like. And so it was just supposed to lead into it. And no. then it turns into a sci-fi horror film. And then it turns into a fucking action film. It's fucking great. No, see, here's the thing. 
my problem more was the first 30 minutes pretty much alternating between these interesting guerrilla hunting mission views. And then for like 30 seconds at a time, we would get these weird sort of heat like, signature, yeah. bad 1980s visuals, which... Well, it just, did come out in the arch. I think we call it thermal vision. Thermal sure. vision. It's fine. Yeah. I'm sorry. Anyways, I was just getting annoyed with it because I was... I was, it was boring me. So, That's okay. Yeah. yeah. But I like that. That's good. Yeah. And I like the characters. I thought that they were interesting, even though they were sort of like cut out of the same beefcake military dude bro cloth. I thought that they were distinct enough personalities in themselves that once they start getting picked off, I kind of felt it, kind of felt really bad for them. They didn't ask for this. They just thought it was going to be a regular rescue mission. They just got tricked by fucking Dylan. That fucking Dylan. Yeah. I love the Predator. Predator is a fucking cool character. I like the Predator's modus operandi in that it's not trying to... It's just there to hunt. It's just there to hunt, and it just happens to be the hottest hottest day of the year, like hottest period of the year. And, yeah, I like that. I think that's pretty cool. Especially when, you know... You could even set, like, a Predator film, like, nowadays, like, during global warming, and, like, that'd be fucking great. You've just set up the 2018 Predator movie. So I know. Yeah, it just writes itself. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, I love Arnold Schwarzenegger in this film. I think that he – this is, like, a prototypical Arnold Schwarzenegger. This like, seems role. like this was right before he became a caricature of himself. Mm. Yeah. I was surprised by how much I actually enjoyed him in this movie because yeah. I thought he was quite restrained. Yeah. He wasn't like leaning entirely into the action hero machismo, but really this is more when he was he already exudes that yeah. just by existing. Yeah. So. His fucking muscles, dude. Yeah. Yep. He also yep. wasn't talking too much, which is really important. Yeah. Knock knock. <laughs> Stick around when he just hits that guy and just like yeah six into the. But we don't need to hear like a two minute monologue from him discussing Cyberdyne because nobody needs to hear him delivering lines. Oh no, we don't need any of that shit. We (laughs) we don't need that in a Predator film. All we need is a bunch of like commandos in the forest being hunted by something that they don't understand, then gradually like learning naturally, um, spontaneously even how to even combat it. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like Dutch, Dutch didn't even know to uh, to use mud in order to mask his heat signature. Well, that was kind of an accident. Yeah, no, it was an accident, and I liked how it like evolved naturally out of that, and like he just kind of like clued into it. So it was clear that they were, you know, thinking that there was something happening there, and like what it was wasn't exactly clear. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I like the pyrotechnics; they were great. I thought those were awesome too. Yeah. Yeah, I like the fight scenes. Yeah, I like the the scenes of them actually hunting the predators. Oh, that was really awesome. And yeah, I want to hand this off to Nick. I want to hear what you think. Wow. Um, I thought this movie started off really strong. I um, was kind of all on board in that first half hour that Alex was not into. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I thought this was going to be a, like my favorite part of Top Gun times 100, which is that I thought I was just going to see dudes try not to fuck each other. 
while being hunted by a predator. But unfortunately, <laughs> that machismo uh, part just kind of, uh, yeah, just kind of goes by the wayside about like half hour in. I'm not saying that they're not machismo, but I'm talking this movie introduces our characters by getting into an arm wrestling match and and among many other things. And I was like, yeah, pump up the jam here. Um, you know, Magic Mike goes to Vietnam. Like I thought this was really, but no, I, I would say by the by the forty-five minute mark or so, I was starting to slightly mm. my, my 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 entertaining. I don't know. My entertainment levels were slightly diminishing. I I basically I can see why anybody would like this movie. Um. But I don't know. It just never really reached out and grabbed me. I don't think that the Predator was ever that captivating of a presence once he actually, like, showed his skin. Mm. Like, I actually liked the thermo, you know, and um, some of his, you know, invisible cloaking and whatnot. And when it was this kind of, like, almost when it became this weird, not metaphor, but almost allegorical sense of, like, a war movie where, like, the sci-fi is almost peripheral to the extreme... Psychological shock of... Yeah, casualties of the war and whatnot. Mm. And I thought maybe it was going to approach, maybe not necessarily the same quality level, but the same kind of territory of something like The Thing where, you know, it was really going to go all in with that. But Oh, no, no. I'll, I'll be the first to say that. Predator's nowhere near as intelligent as the thing. No, but you can see where the premise can kind of do similar ground in, yeah. a, in a different setting type thing. And uh, ultimately, it's uh, because it didn't deliver on that front, which I'm not necessarily knocking it because it didn't deliver what I wanted it to. But what it ended up being was not necessarily something that I would probably revisit anytime soon. Hmm. But okay. I had fun watching it. So, yeah. It's, it's one of those things where, like, I don't know but I would say anything is wrong with it. I just, it's just not for me. Yeah. Alex, tell me what your favorite parts of the Predator were. <laughs> well, actually, it's funny because I, for the most part, didn't really care for this movie. Yeah. Uh, but I do actually have an opinion on that it. That is mm-hmm. funny. That, that actually probably most people would think is blasphemy. That's okay. So I will start off by saying that for the first 45 minutes, I just wanted them to start... Fucking? No. Me too. Uh. I wanted them to to push past I want some butts and I want them now. <laughs> I want the push I was gonna just say I wanted to push past the boundary. Yeah you do. Push. <laughs> <laughs> and and you never close your eyes anymore. <laughs> and start to lips. fight with the the predator because I this movie's called Predator. I obviously previously had knowledge, which is the problem of watching this movie for the first time 30 mm-hmm. years later and knowing the franchise. I wanted to, to see some some battle with the actual Predator. And I think the problem is is that uh, when the Predator fight scenes were finally happening later in the film, I was like, man, I wish we could go back to, to the <laughs> beginning of the film. And, and if I could turn No, because home. I personally wanted to see more of the group hunting involving the Predator, where it seemed like that just slowly fell off, and it turned into at least the last like half hour the just sort of, Arnold versus the Predator. The sort of one-on-one picking off different characters. Like, wait... Like, unpack that for me, because you said that you wanted to see... 
more fighting with the Predator, but you wanted it to be more of like a group against the Predator. Yeah, okay. I, I guess I personally never felt like the Predator ever challenged or was challenged by the group. Like he slowly was stalking the entire team, and it wasn't until all of them were dead, except for Arnold, mm-hmm. that we really see an encounter between the humans well, and the Predator Because technically the Predator, the movie, is basically a slasher film. It's right. Arnold is the final girl trope. Yeah. And, and what a cute little girl he is. <laughs> um, um, so. But, um, you know, for me personally, as so, and someone who's not... Which means that we yeah. know that Arnold's character is a version of this movie. Yeah. Well, I mean... Clear. Hmm. <laughs> um, so, getting to my uh, thing that I actually... That I personally thought which, again, I would think most people would think is blasphemy, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone who just recently saw Alien for the first time and someone who just saw Predator for the first time, I was much more interested in the Predator character than I was in the Alien from Alien. That's such a... I don't know how to respond to that. I okay. Mean, I mean, you're more interested in the Predator than you are the Xenomorph. I, f- I, f- I feel like there's more... Why do you think that is? I think... That there is more intrigue for me in the physical being of the Predator character. Like, the, hmm. the Xenomorph is is what it is, and it, it we feel like, at least from Alien, because I haven't seen the following Alien films, I only know of this is what this character became, and it is hunting them or whatever. But there's so many little interesting parts to the Predator character that just pop up throughout like uh, its armor or its ability to mask itself or its weird weapon array that it has of shooting from far distances and, and that kind of thing. And it's green blood. Like, there's the a predator. So, okay. I was just going to say, just for me personally, I thought that character was much more fascinating than like other creatures that I can recall from just because of all the different traits and functions of the actual physical character. Now, if I'm hearing you and understanding what what you're saying is like you're you're saying that the different traits of the predator versus the xenomorph kind of like for the predator at least hint towards a a a history or a background that you would like to delve more into that you would like to un- that at least you're more intrigued by. I feel like versus the xenomorph, which is just sort of on its face. I guess it's not even necessarily that because it's not just that it's more intriguing. It's that for me personally, there's so much more to that character than I personally feel like there is to the xenomorph. Like the xenomorph mm-hmm. is what it is, and that is just what that character. It's a legendary character for right. obvious reasons, but. I felt like there was much more I was interested to know about the actual physical Predator character than I was at any time about the cinema. Yeah, because you're wondering, like, what kind of... What's part of the Predator's array? Like, what kind of stuff does... What, what's about him? Yeah. And, or it. And, yeah. and the Predator just looks... Just like, the with the armor, just looks fucking awesome. Yeah. And... Uh, whoever's decision it was to give an alien character in a movie dreadlocks, way to go. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Because it has no purpose, but it just looks cool. Yeah. Isn't that really the only thing that matters? Yeah. 
Especially in this movie, because who gives a fuck about this movie? Tucson does. I do. Yeah. I think this movie is... Some people might think this movie is trash. I think this movie is glorious trash. I think it's great. I think it's a really well-made, well-tuned um, action sci-fi horror film. I don't think this movie is in tune enough with itself to be trash. Yeah, maybe like in <laughs> retrospect. Hmm. Hmm. Looking back on it, it's trash. Like, I mean, if you were to take this film in the context of the time when it came out, it was like it kind of feels fairly typical of its time. Sure. Yeah, but I just think that it's just a really lean, well put together film. I gotta say, I don't really like war movies, and yeah. obviously, this is a, a typical. This this is the war, war movie. This is a war against our greatest enemy. Right, but it's still got the same kind of, uh, you know, as far as trekking through a jungle, yeah. military-grade equipment, that kind of thing. Um, we recently actually just watched Tropic Thunder. How do you think this compares to it? I well, that's a much different film. I know, yeah. but they're all they're both war films. They, they are, um, I, I guess. Um, I would say Tropic Thunder made me laugh more. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> that's how I compare them. <laughs> um, what I was going to say is that um, the scene that was my favorite scene in the whole movie was the most uh, like stereotypical war scene, which was the uh, first battle, so to speak. Yeah, it was fantastic. In the, and that was like, we haven't, or not we, but I haven't seen a war battle scene that's captivated me like that. In years, and uh, mm. like I would genuinely put that down as one of my favorite war action scenes ever made because mm. I just absolutely loved every part of it, the choreography, the um, the sound editing, everything. It's funny you bring that up because the first battle scene in Hacksaw Ridge is absolutely fantastic. And yeah. Tucson has seen it, so he can at least... I mean, I'm not comparing it to Predator because it's a much different film <laughs> 30 years later... <laughs> Can you imagine the Predator and Hacksaw Ridge? I'd actually kind of be down with that. You just come and just... Please, Lord, give me one more. (laughs) Just rip... Just rip Andrew Garfield's character in half. (laughs) Please, give me one more. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Only it's the Predator saying it. Oh, yes. Man. Oh, my God. That's yes. great. <sighs> well, anyways, <sighs> the, first, the first battle scene in Hacksaw Ridge is absolutely fantastic. And because the, there's two major ones and the second one is, is good, too, but it's pretty much more of the same. But yeah, that first battle scene is fantastic. But the one here uh, did actually kind of catch me off guard because of how many fucking like it was like Michael Bay level explosions. and It was yeah. great. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of uh, people doing flips off of, uh, you know. Unnecessary flips. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah. yeah. My favorite part was when uh, Carl Weathers' arm got shut off and then he got speared. Well, what I love about that scene, and I'll admit this too, is that uh, it gets cut off and yet it's still shooting and mm-hmm. he's still screaming, which I will admit was a wonderful image I didn't know I needed in my life. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I did enjoy uh, as well as he wasn't really helping them set up the trees that never gets paid off, which is really unfortunate because mm-hmm. they like set up the bushwhacking trees and that never gets paid off, which is really, really sucks. But yeah. uh, that whole scene seemed to be in service of him and Arnold to not have shirts on to showcase their muscles. So yeah, that, that was pretty good. Yeah, and They're pretty ripped for their age, so good for them. What? Yeah. They look really good. 
I mean, again, this was 30 years ago, so, like, yeah. Carl Weathers wasn't that old. I know. Yeah. 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 Like, if Carl Weathers today did that, it'd be like, damn. Damn. Yeah. Damn. We got Stu going. <laughs> yeah. This movie's fucking great. I love it so much. I don't have anything else to say about it. <laughs> okay. 100 episodes down, and we're done. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. It's a great film. That is debatable. I think it is. Um, what did you? Well, well, no. Let's 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 take a breath here. Let's mm-hmm. let's slow it down. Yeah, yeah. And before let's we slow it down, before we go to final thoughts and ratings, uh, as someone who just saw the first film for the first time, and Nick is in the same boat, and Tucson, I don't know how deep you got into the Predator franchise. I've watched every single film. Okay. Except uh, for the Alien versus Predator films, because fuck those. Whoa. You haven't seen that one? No! Those are the ones I'm most interested no! in watching right now. <laughs> yeah. Then I guess we have to watch Predator 2 so you can understand how they link together. <laughs> it got you trapped. Got you trapped now. Okay. Um, so, what are your thoughts on the advancement of the Predator franchise? And is is it something that has enough meat on the bones to deserve a full franchise, a future reboot, and a character versus character from another franchise. Uh, uh, like, like, does this actually become something more than it just was in this film? Honestly, I am baffled that Predator has gone on as long as it has now. I feel like it's better off as just a one-off film, and I thought this was just a really lean, good one-off film. Better off Pred. Yeah. I don't know how the Predator franchise survived Predator 2. <laughs> I don't That's know. That's not a I, ring endorsement I don't, for us to I, watch. <laughs> well, you got to watch it. You, you want to know? You want to know the truth? You got you to gotta watch it. We got the internet, man. You can't man. handle I, the truth. I got to yeah. tell you. Yeah. Um, there's got to be no. something that explains it there, out there. There's no, there's no shortcut. You're going to watch it or you're not. There's okay. no David Lynch website that explains it. No, there is no David. It's it's not that deep. Well, you're making it seem like you have to see No, you have to see it. You have to see Predator 2 and you have to understand how bad it is and then you have to understand how it actually links to Alien. See, the danger of that, though, is you showing me Predator 2. You'll be upset when I end up liking Predator 2 more than the first movie. You know what? I've learned. I, I've come to expect that. I've, I've come to expect. Fair enough. Yep. That's just kind of how it is. Especially that one scene in Predator 2 when they just are in an RV all celebrating. So, you know, there you go. It was a Magic Mike reference. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, I was just like, have you seen this film? Because that's not in that. That's <laughs> I've seen that film multiple times. It's like, what? Damn, damn, that RV scene is fucking badass. Like, <laughs> what? What? Yeah. yeah, it's got Gary Busey in it. Is it? Is he really in it? It's got Gary Busey before he went insane. Wow, that was a long time ago. I know. It's <laughs> it was bizarre watching hmm. that, and I was just like, is that him? Yeah. Whoa! I'm telling you, they're surfers. <laughs> no, he he doesn't. Some of that. He, just, he just plays it straight. Like, like holy shit. you've never seen Point Break, have you? No. There, it's yeah. a problem. No, yeah. There you go. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, I don't think that the Predator franchise should go on as as long as it has. It's sort of and have another film. It, next it, year. It, it's it's uh, 
it's along the same lines as uh, Terminator. They should have just stopped it too. They should have just they should have just stopped. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason for it to have continued on for as long as it has. I mean, I enjoy Predator. I enjoy the Predator films, but like, there's no reason for them to to continue. I think that Predators was okay up until like the the mid of opening this, title. No, the middle of the second act. Like where they introduce this one character and it gets kind of just kind of nose dives, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, there shouldn't be another Predator. Okay, yeah, even with Shane Black directing, you know, I was really excited for that until you uh, listed off who was the cast of that film. Yeah, it's and, like Thomas Jane and Fifty Cent. Yeah, and I'm just like, why? Why are you doing this? Why do you choose to fail? Why do you choose to do this? People have been asking that for a long time of Hollywood, and yeah. they just keep on going. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if there's an answer, man. I feel like I feel like we're we're outliers in our opinion of Shane Black, and when it comes to like the nice guys, because I've heard like a lot of effusive praise for that film, and I'm I, just I, I don't I don't fucking get it. I have to say, I uh, caught about 15 minutes of it on HBO the other day, yeah. and I thought it was a lot funnier than what we saw in the theater. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, in fact, so much that I recorded it, and I'm planning to watch it again. So. Okay, maybe we need to like do a rewatch of that, and just like not do an episode, but just like just let's just. Well, watch I mean, it yeah, again. we've already done an episode. Yeah, yeah, so right, yeah, whatever, yeah. <laughs> but I need to like rewatch it. Maybe. I think I'm going to give it another shot because yeah. I think it's probably going to be better. I don't think it's as good as his previous films, no. even even so. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. Shane Black has had a very unusual career for sure. I mean, he went, went from kiss kiss. He's, he's had kiss kiss bang bang. He's had. Oh, he went from writing. Iron yeah. Man lethal weapon. And, yeah, and then kiss kiss bang bang. Iron Man three, which was obviously a Marvel film. So that's not his rodeo, right? Well, but I mean, if you watch that film, he definitely had some sort of an influence on right. it. Yeah, of course. You know more than other people in the Marvel franchise have had, and then you have the nice guys, which that's all right. Yeah. Site. So, yeah. yeah, we'll see how that is next year. I'm sure you're going to go see it, aren't you? Um, <laughs> what do you mean by next year? Like, it's coming out this year, isn't it? It said 2018. 2018? Oh, well, at least I'll have enough time to forget about it, and then maybe if I can tr- I can be tricked to go see it, then yeah, cool. Tricked to go see you're it? You're going to go see it. Yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. Same guy's going to be there day one for Ghost in the Shell. You saw Unfinished <laughs> Business. <laughs> I did see Unfinished Business. You know what? Speaking of, I don't, un- I don't remember that. Speaking of unfinished business, this is a true story. <laughs> Emily, who hates when people talk during movies, oh lord, uh, turns to me and not like yelling, but like in a you know non-whispery voice, right in the middle of Hacksaw Ridge, just turns to me and goes, "Is that Vince Vaughn?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Oh my god, why is he in this?" I don't know. That's great. That was an interesting casting choice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yes. Final thoughts and ratings on the original 1987 Predator film. Who would like to go first? I'd like to go first because oh, okay. I started off. Okay. And I am the one who led you on this merry chase to finally watch this film and make it our 100th film. I am honored to have this as our 100th <laughs> film. The Presidential Medal of Honor for this film. All right, Alex, what is your rating? This film, I'm going to give it Alex. Four, your question. four out of five stars because this film fucking rocks. 
I love it. It is, it it is my cotton candy. It has no substance whatsoever, and yet it's fucking delicious, and I love to eat it and watch it. To answer your question, Nick, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna personally give this a two out of five. Why is that? I think he's getting to that. Yeah, you give me a chance to speak. Sure, I, I would. Yeah, um, I didn't love this movie. Uh, I, I thought it was okay at some points. Uh, I did enjoy the scene uh, Nick referenced earlier, which is the first and really only major battle action, action sequence. I mean, there were action parts. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but I did really enjoy uh, the very few times we got more details about the actual predator character except for that weird laughing thing at the end that was yeah that's the terrible. stupidest thing of, yeah of, that, that, that's actually ranked high up in my own personal hierarchy of some of the stupidest moments in the actual predator franchise like they just did not they for the design of that character so much that they got right and for them to just totally fumble the, on the finale <laughs> the finale of just like you could have just given him an evil, weird, warped alien laugh, but instead you decided to go. There's with actually no some, need for a laugh. Some fucking, to be totally some with you. fucking Vincent Price esque like character acting. Like, <laughs> it's actually pretty much exactly what yeah. it was. Yeah, no, that was terrible. Um, and actually, everything after the mask comes off is really just I'm good without. You didn't totally like honest. his face. It's fine. I like his it, weird roast beef face i think <laughs> i think part of the problem is a lot of problem with uh films of this time uh is that you see behind the mask and you're like oh it's a dude wearing a mask like it it looks too humid it's and that's part of the yeah with the with the pincers and the i mean it still has eyes where yeah. people have eyes it has yeah. a nose where people have nose yeah i mean it's it just for me was a little too a little too human after the mask was pulled off. But yeah, I mean, you wanted to fuck it. Why do you have to say that? Like everyone can hear this. Okay. Why can't why can't you just <laughs> all eight people who just listen to this podcast could hear this? What we're all thinking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I I enjoyed the predator character for the most part throughout and was quite interested in it. But overall, the whole package here. It's just not very good for me. So it's a two out of five for okay. our 100th episode yeah. and our 100th film, Predator. Yeah. Moving to Nick. Nick? Really, it's not our 100th film. We've done a few double episodes. That's fine. Stop so, trying to you. make just, extenuating felt circumstances. Like, felt like thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, predator. <laughs> predator. 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 Otter. Predator. Um, I thought this was a mixed bag overall. I thoroughly enjoyed the first 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I ultimately, I was very on board with this kind of hybrid war jungle epic slash slasher movie. Um, but because the Predator is like what you described earlier, Alex, as him being a more fascinating character than like the alien. Like that's where the movie was starting to lose me because the more I started to see him, the more I was like, so he's a deleted skit from a Power Rangers episode. Like, I, ooh, it's just like that's fucking cold. Yeah, it just did not do anything for me. Wow, Rita didn't design. care for like the like. <laughs> if we're just comparing like the alien from the Xenomorph from Alien is like a truly 
terrifying, you know, like I'm trying to figure out his vertebrae by the time he's got his, you know, teeth on my jugular. Like, it's just, that's just terif- uh, terrifying incarnate. And Predator is like, it just looks like an actor running around in a suit. and um, With dreadlocks. Don't with that. dreadlocks, yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying it's like awful or anything like that, but be, it doesn't it doesn't really do anything for me in, hmm. in, a, in a terror level. To be fair, for the iconic, like, hunched silhouette of the Xenomorph, like, that wasn't really established until, like, yeah. James Cameron's, like, Aliens, because, like, in the original Alien, like, you can't... Right, the, right. The, the, the point of, like, the setting of that, of the Nostromo, and, like, against, like, uh, the, the dark, like, sort That's of cool. sort right. of backgrounds, like, is that you can't really see the fact that and, and the way that the, and that the, movie is doing a similar thing where yeah. it's knocking off characters left and right yeah. and I'm not trying to compare the two movies but we're barely seeing what they're getting to see and, and that's what makes it all the more terrifying if you, know? if you see the costume then you know that like it's a guy in a yeah. in a xenomorph costume there are only saying. a few instances in horror history in which seeing a character only makes it more terrifying and for me probably the only character that actually lives up to like I'd rather not see it is Leatherface from Texas uh, Chainsaw Massacre as far as that's the greatest introduction to a horror villain ever uh, with the slamming of the door to the basement. Yeah, that fucker from Hellraiser gets me every time. Yeah, I've never actually seen that. Yeah. Oh, you mean Pinhead? I mean, I've seen, yeah. the, I've seen him. Yeah, I've he's just, uh, every time when I was a little kid, I mean, other yeah. than Chucky, uh, every, yeah. time, every time I saw Pinhead, I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Don't you uh, yeah, so uh, I gotta say, this mixed bag wasn't really digging it the more it went on, and um, I would have liked it more had it gotten more homoerotic, but unfortunately it didn't, so I have to give it two and a half out of five. I mean, there was some homoeroticism. In the beginning, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like... But, but then they introduced a girl into the mix. Well, what about, like, the 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 guy whose friend is killed? Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm joking mostly. I, I'm saying most that I'm not even just joking. It's like I kind of <laughs> no no no. I'm, I'm kind of actually cluing into that. Right, right. No, but I'm saying as far as if, if it got campier and or if it at least stayed the same level as it was mm. when when you know I mean in the beginning we have a scene in which Arnold Schwarzenegger is fondling Carl Weathers' tie. I mean it's just it's, it's a really dorky looking. These are tie moments that I fair. live for. Yeah, in cinema and uh, they really. Uh, you know, did away with them. Yeah. Before it went on. So, yeah. yeah, give it two and a half out of five. I, okay. I, I enjoyed watching it, and I would watch it again. Yeah. That's our first hundred episodes. And Woo! Yeah, boy, here's to see if we get to another hundred. I mean, I hope. Tucson is not choosing the two hundredth. <laughs> so. Oh, boy. Just kidding. Yeah. Well, I didn't choose it. I it was chosen for us. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Half true. Yeah. So, if you have any thoughts on Predator, and please. please do send them along to us. Uh, specifically, I'd be interested to know what uh, what Caroline did think of this episode. Yeah. Is, uh, this is quite the episode here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, on episode 101, uh, we're going to go back to uh, something we did last year, which was a top six uh, of the year episode. And this will be the top six of 2016. Uh, this was a very interesting year uh, uh, in cinema and life. Well, that too. Uh, and uh, but there were definitely democracy as we knew it failed. 
Yeah. <laughs> there, but in 2016, Fuck. there definitely were uh, some outstanding films out there. So. I can't wait to talk about uh, 2016, the year in general, because I think I have some controversial opinions about the year in film. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not buying into this. Uh, if this was like one of the worst years of film yet. We talked about this before. I think that really more applies to mainstream films than yeah. anything. But it seemed to like I, I agree with you in the sense that that's what it seemed to apply to. But it seemed to have like seeped into everything, like the overall attitude. Yeah. And uh, uh-uh, girlfriend, nope. Yeah, I looked at my ratings. I had a lot of positive ratings on films this year. So I think this year, and I watched more films. So you would think it would be the opposite. But this year, uh, my Positive ratings, so I'd say for anything from five stars to three stars, uh, was over 50% of the movies I watched, which was not the case of the, the last year. So uh, yeah. that's that's something. Yeah, um, no, uh, the, there are definitely some, uh, some films that – there are actually a lot of films that slipped through the cracks this year that nobody saw that were actually very good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that seems like that's something that's going to be happening more and more as more films are sneaking into uh, studios that don't give even a thought of releasing it. In, uh, I mean, that's the thing. Like, if you just release it on demand or on a streaming service, like, it's not going to catch on. No. So. Not particularly. Um, anybody planning on rewatching anything before this episode? Oh, just, yeah. Just curious. Are oh, there any yeah. titles that, uh, just, you know, just brief little conversation? The Witch. You're gonna, yeah, the witch. the witch. I should really rewatch that honestly because I absolutely loved it, but mm-hmm. have not seen it since we. Which was what February? No yeah. March. It was. It was early on in the year. Yeah, it was one of the. It was a damn good. coming up to about a year now. Yeah, it was somewhere um, in there. There are two films that I am planning on trying to rewatch. Mm-hmm. Well, there's three, but I'm probably only going to see two. Um, one of them, uh, well, two of them are in my top six right now. So I'm actually not going to. Uh, say what those are because I'm wanting to okay. save them because, okay. you know, whatever. Uh, a film that I do actually really want to see again, and I think it's for the most part gone from there, maybe not, uh, is Jackie, which yeah. I uh, actually, the more I think about it, the more I've li- liked it. It's it's slowly made its way up my rankings, Oops. and the more I thought about the film, the more I just really enjoyed it. It's funny you bring that up because obviously when we did our episode, I didn't was not able to participate because I got mm-hmm. shut out of my screening. Yeah, uh, but I just tell the listeners at home while it won't be in my top six next week, uh, I liked it a lot. Yeah, uh, kind of despite what I thought it would. Uh, think of it so yeah definitely recommend that for my own personal viewpoint yeah i think uh that film does a lot of things quite well and not just on the and now performances of the kennedy characters yeah and yeah. now john hurt so uh... yeah that was that's i mean that's he was pretty old so was, it's not yeah. that surprising True. But yeah, that's he. He actually, uh, I thought, puts on a quite good performance in Jackie. I agree. As do lots of people, actually. Yeah. Um, Billy Crudup. I think he's actually great. He doesn't get a lot. Uh, he doesn't get enough really good work. No, but I I went to see Jackie, and then like days later, I went and saw um, 20th Century Women. Mm-hmm. 
and he's in that as well. And even if I didn't really care for that movie, uh, man, he should be in a lot more things. Even his little role, but, like, I always remember that character. Spotlight. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like, his... The revelation that his character is not a cocky asshole, but actually being a defensive, put-upon lawyer is is one of my favorite subtle performances in that movie. Yeah. So, anyway. I mean, he made his career on the over-the-top performance in Almost Famous. Really? Yeah, yeah. I always forget that he's in that because he seems like what he's doing now, he's like a completely different person. Yeah. Yeah. And then the uh, very interesting performance of Professor Manhattan in Watchmen. Oh, yeah. Him and his huge blue dick. So, yeah. Who doesn't want it? I mean, that's that's Dr. Manhattan. I I understand that. Did I say Professor? Fuck. I think you did. Damn. I said Professor Manhattan. He's a doctor, asshole. Sorry. It's Doctor Strange. I will not be rewatching that film for next week. Strange. No. Um, another film that I've been thinking about trying to rewatch is actually Frank and Lola. It's not going to be in my yeah. top six. That's on streaming. It uh, is paper streaming. Yeah. So, uh, but it's yeah. a film that uh, it's been over a year now since I have seen it, and yeah. uh, I did enjoy it, and it had a lot of things that I like. So yeah. uh, I'll be seeing it again, probably not before our next episode, but. Yeah, it's some I'm interested in, but it's uh, you know, it's a it's a very good film, I think, but it doesn't do anything overly great. I, I think I'm going to yeah. rewatch uh Suicide Squad because I hate myself, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Really? Are you going to rewatch it? Um, I'm toying with it. I'm, uh, it's not going to be anywhere near my top 6, but like um, nah, just like let's see a couple of months after the impact crater of its Let's let's see. Yeah. Let's see how I feel about it. Yeah. I've got it at home and I haven't even thought about opening it yet. Yeah. Is that the extended edition where they got the more Joker? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. Cool. How about you, Nick? Well, I, I I'm in the same boat as you as and uh the two films on the top of my list uh that I want to rewatch are in my top six. So uh, one, because I want to make sure that it is my number one, and the other, because I want to know if it's it's been months, and I want to see if it stays there. Outside of that, though, I think I have sadly, not sadly, but, oh, Pete's Dragon is one that I need to rewatch. I've, I've actually wanted to see that. Because so, it's yeah. basically creeping into my top six. In fact, it might already be there. I don't Ooh. know, but like I have to make sure that, because I've only seen it the one time in theaters, that, mm-hmm. and I, I bought it, so I have it, uh, but I want to make sure that it deserves that uh, rising status. And whether it does or does not, uh, let me just one more time say that everybody should see Pete's Dragon, because that's how you make a children's film. Hmm. So that's probably on the... the top of my rewatch list other than that though i i've got too many movies that i'm probably going to see between now and then that i haven't seen already uh so literally i can count six that i'm going to try to see from now until then so we'll see if that works out yeah no well it it is you can only go so far it's true although it wouldn't be completely unheard of well, I, no, I'm saying in terms of you, I mean, there's so many films out there that you could see when you're well, trying yeah. to see them just before we do the final episode of yeah. 2016. I, so. I was thinking about going to see Moana the other day, but now I'm getting paranoid that I'll accidentally go to a sing-along screening, and I can't have that in my life <laughs> as much as I want. Why not? Because. I mean, I'll go with you if the 
No, like I, I don't want to go. <laughs> s- like I'm already annoyed when I go see a children's film, like you know, any Disney, whatever, and they talk through it. Like I'm going to be doubly annoyed if I go see it and. Well, it I mean, if you go to, to a sing along, there may not be a gentleman vaping. So that is that. true. That was yeah. only a Zootopia exclusive. <laughs> In addition to uh, our top six films of 2016, we're going to do a, a second part of, of the episode where we go through uh, 12 categories uh, yeah. and, and discuss what was the best and worst certain things. And um, it, w- it was a part of the year-end episode last year that I think we all enjoyed. So, I think so. Uh, it's something that uh, we're, we're looking forward to and hope you out there are looking forward to it as well. It's a nice little buffer after you do a top six list, so that way you don't feel bad about leaving things off, because yeah. then you still get to mention some stuff. And it's also good when you get to mention things from films that would never even be close, yeah. but did certain things over the top well. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I already kind of, I think I mentioned it a few episodes ago, but the absolutely fantastic opening scene in the film Midnight Express uh, which, Midnight Special. Midnight Special. Midnight Express is a different film. <laughs> uh, in that film, uh, I that I just thought was not very good, uh, but that opening sequence is just absolutely fantastic. So it's things like that that would not normally get recognition on an episode. So that'll be fun. There we go. Fuck! I can't believe I screwed that up. Yeah, I can. Hmm. What a dick. So. Thank you very much to everyone out there for listening to the first 100 episodes uh, of Film Tank, and um, it's been a lot of fun doing it. I know we've had we've had a good time, and yeah, uh, it's been great to. You guys couldn't have done it without me, and you know, that's, man, this that's guy what is such a such yeah, a fucking it's asshole. Great. It's it's been interesting because it doesn't seem like it's been two years it, of us coming coming here every week. Yeah, it's 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 a trip to think about. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. And it's, it has been two years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Shit. Wow. 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 And <laughs> you know, it, it is it is just fun just to sit around and talk about movies. So it is. Yeah. I agree. Good stuff. And obviously, to to be with Nick, it's great. Too, yeah. so. I agree. <laughs> so, uh, from Nick Cheney, Frederick Douglass, <laughs> to Sahigan. No, my... apparently no. Let's let's go with it. <laughs> Black Phillip. <laughs> With with Nick Cheney, Black Phillip, Frederick Douglass, and the Baba Duke, uh, <laughs> Nate Turner, <laughs> Nat Turner, Matt Turner, Nat Turner, Who's Matt Turner, Nat Turner, and Alex Diekman, and myself. Did Alex. you guys see uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be in the newest Rocky movie? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Toussaint thought that Rocky. Yeah, uh, played by There's a whole conversation thing. Yeah, yeah, boy, this is yeah, it's flying off the rails right into the sun, guys. And no, for, I think it's going well. And from Alex Diekman, myself, thank you very much for listening to this episode of Film Tank. We'll catch up with you next time. Used to do that raptor thing all the time. Oh my.